general line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Right, folks, let's get it on. Let's get it on. It's uh, Friday, Friday, Jihad. And of course, if it's Friday, got to feed that uh, tax evading blick up in the corner there. So, any, any and all donations, should you wish to keep. I was in a, just a Twitter space just now. I'm going to be speaking with John Brisson in a minute, hopefully, uh, if he's not, if he's not fell asleep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were just talking about decentralization and the importance uh, coming, well, fighting the this next whatever hundred-dimensional wankathon war that uh, we're getting sucked ever more deeper into. And so, uh, yeah, look, a lot of a lot of our tech punch comes from keeping him in Mackie D's and uh fried chicken and forties so please 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 uh feed the bleak uh all right so if you've wondered any i don't know if my soundboard is clean let's turn that off turn that off all right <laughs> There's always one. <laughs> there were two playing there. Fucking. Okay. 
Bimbo Bailey. Right. Uh, that's me, Dr. McCann. I'm, uh, I'm here most days, chipping away at the enemy. Finger tap at a time. And I am, well, part of uh, the uh, growing resistance, I hope, to uh, the tech fascists, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I want to just uh, get to uh, John, but if you want to, if, if you want to support the plantation, uh, keep the bleaks fed, uh, please go to McCann Dojo, uh, on Patreon, hit that tip, wtyl.live, tip jar thing there, Fauci.monster is the link if you just want to punch it into your browser. You can, of course, use the weapons of your oppressors, the QR codes down below, and uh, yeah, let's uh, stream fags and gay pal, should you swing that way. Buy me a coffee if you want to uh, have a GD Bakshi sound drop, and let me let me do this, which is see if I can get Commander Brisson on the, uh, on the blower. Let's get him on the blower, and uh, we're going to be talking DOD, warp speed in OVO, and uh, well, see what else, see what else it emerges. Let me do this. Boom, 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 and uh, I hope everyone's uh, having a pleasant. Oh, it's not Friday for you. I live in the future, right? So most of you <laughs> still on Thursday evening. Um, but, uh, yeah, what have I been doing? I took a day off yesterday. It's it's tough streaming every day, you know. <laughs> yeah, get it. Hey, right, Commander Brisson, how are you, sir? We don't hear you. Yes, I'm yeah. hearing you now. Yes, maybe a bit too much. Oh, too much? What about now? Yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, doing, well, doing well, Commander McCarran. How are you doing this morning, should I say? Not this evening for you. Uh, Let me just do this. Pop you out. And I'm going to put you on screen. And uh, we'll, use, we'll use this layout for the stream. So what's new, bro? Ah, not too much myself, man. I've been enjoying your streams of, of late. Uh, shout out to Paul. Uh, love the stream on uh, the perils of Gnosticism, as I used to be a Gnostic New Ager uh, myself with a little bit of a Christian flair. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I have been uh, enjoying you uh, on the battlefronts of the front lines of science, my friend. And um, it's metaphysics. Like, uh, yeah, it seems like there's bits of pot shots. Some pot shots being taken, some shots being fired, some misconceptions being made mm. about certain things where there was a lot of research that was done. A lot of research that was done between you and I and other people uh, that was very solid research about many different uh, wide topics when it comes to the pandemic. Mm. And uh, a lot of that research has been abandoned left out changed and i understand that research changes and opinion changes you like those gnostic texts bro those gnostic yes texts. <laughs> like like uh like you know sometimes when new when new uh knowledge and new information is gained 
Uh, but that doesn't always seem like it's been the case when people do 180 turns on numerous positions that they held previously in the past. And I'm not talking about a come to Jesus moment. I'm talking about sound, solid research that was done on various topics. Let's say, I don't know, Judy Mikovits, uh, let's say Pachinik, the Pachinik brothers, of course, Steve Pachinik, who was obviously, we know, jointly tied to Kissinger, to Henry Kissinger. He was kids, Henry Kissinger's, you know, capo. Okay. He said he was practically related to Mamadides. He's practically a, related a, a to Mom Just doesn't get used enough nowadays. Capo. <laughs> I'm bringing it back, Kevin. I'm bringing it back. Yeah, bring okay? bring, bring back Capo. <laughs> we resurrect it <laughs> like I'm trying to resurrect uh, Arab Arab strongmen. We need them back. We need to rehabilitate their uh, their reputations. But but you know I you know I mean Operation Warp Speed. You know. Um, mRNA vaccines are an issue. Uh, Trump's our guy, but he's not our guy. It's stuff like that. You know, positions that were pretty solid that um, certain people may have had in our research community and many numerous discussions and research and streams that have been done laying out a whole entire catalog body of work uh, that has been abandoned, that has just been Tossed to the side, tossed to the wind. Uh, you know, as in Trailer Park Boys, the wind's a shit. Uh, you know, and they're 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 uh they're out there uh uh blowing. And um, you know, and now people are making claims, I'm not gonna say whom, uh um that uh well um Operation Warp Speed saved forty percent of lives and um Okay, uh, I don't think that's true. Um, that uh, Redemzevir, uh, you know, though many people are out there saying Redemzevir uh, is poison and has killed people, and I believe that to be true. I think it's a horrid drug with little clinical efficacy. Um, that the Department of Defense didn't help fund it. That we can go back to Zika and certain therapeutical agents that were put forth to tackle Zika or Ebola that were later repurposed. And Robert Malone was one of the flag bearers, one of the flag bearers leading the charge with the repurpose of these drugs yep. and how those drugs were repurposed to treat COVID-19 with very limited efficacy, in my opinion, and most were downright harmful. So, again, I don't understand it. It went, you know, and I get, you know, some people like to go around and, and, and cast um, doubt on viruses, okay, that the, 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 uh, the, the viruses exist or that they're exosomes, um, which I have no problem, like you discussed, dis you know, discussing uh, cellular transport mechanisms and signaling that we see with exosomes. Okay, I have no issue. I have no issues discussing that viruses can hijack exosomes and use exosomes to spread themselves throughout one's body. I have no problem with that. Um, but to say that viruses are only exosomes, um, I disagree with that. I do, um, you know, and um, I, you know, I, I myself do have flaws, some flaws, 
with the Say it ain't theory. so, brother It is John. a theory. Say it ain't so. Hang on, hang on one second, my okay. son's computer but just I, flipped. I also have problems with terrain theory, brother. And they're both theories. None of them are scientific law. They're not perfect in all examples. But that being said, to say that pathogens are only quote-unquote auto-generated, I think is a logical fallacy. Just like I believe that a pathogen can be spread and a person can become ill in every circumstance. We know they're asymptomatic cases. We know that people's immune systems are able to fight off said pathogen from time to time. There's not 100% as of yet lethal pathogen okay and so i think the truth for both of those lies somewhere in the middle we have a microbiome we have an immune system we have what you could call a terrain to some degree like within the um uh digestive system which is my forte you could say the gut, the um the gut associated lymphatic tissue and the mucosal layer of the intestinal tract you want that to be healthy obviously cuz if not you get increased gut permeability or leaky gut and your microbiome has a lot to do with keeping that healthy as long as your immune as long with your immune system as well and there's many different things that lead to a healthy mucosal barrier uh which some people could be considered the terrain of your intestinal tract, right? Mm. But to say if you don't ingest in a large amount of microbes, whether it's bacteria, whether it's yeast, whether it's parasites, whether it's the norovirus, for example, which is a gastrointestinal virus, those things can overwhelm your immune system, can overwhelm your microbiome, can damage your terrain through numerous inflammatory processes, both within the body and caused by the pathogens themselves, and you can become sick. Does it happen in every single case that a person is? No, there's many different factors. There's also dosage load of pathogens, for example. Yeah. Infective and so, load, I think infective no, load is a critical uh, concept that people miss. And, you know, this is, this is actually Charles explains it very eloquently, right? With aerosolization versus droplet transmission, right? And so, you know, there's, there's a big discussion around why would flu disappear in the first few months in 20, well, it wasn't first few months of 2020, but the flu season of 2020, it dropped, it dropped down. And, you know, the, the, there are two hypotheses to that. One is that they mm -hmm. were um, fudging the figures and just put That's flu, my belief. Or, or flu all into COVID. Or that there was uh, a impact from the, uh, the countermeasures that were taken. So people masking. And so if flu is more spread via droplet and is recognized as not being aerosolized, like SARS, then maybe what you saw was was a a legit drop in infection. So I remember there was a data point in early 2020 where they did lockdowns, and it was I think it was Norway or Denmark, some, some Scandinavian country, and the undertakers were up in arms because their regular business shut down. They weren't getting the the, the turnover so you know I, I i would say there's some line in the middle there of 
all these different factors at play. I, I'm I'm very circumspect of just coming down hard on one thing at the at the expense of all others, and yeah. the. Well, when when doing when you do that, you 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 can miss stuff, and mm-hmm. um, that's that's what we're seeing right now. So I don't know if you've seen in the last day or so, the Daily Telegraph in the UK has released Hancock Matt Hancock's <laughs> WhatsApp uh, exchanges. So so now at the highest levels of government. I mean, he he handed them over for someone to write a book about the pandemic responses. But this is this is the bizarre world in which we live in. So, at at the highest echelons of government, they're using WhatsApp as a communication tool, right? Yeah. Not some. It's just it's just clown worldish, and to think that WhatsApp is a, a secure um, platform is naive beyond best and isn't it nudge units well yeah all all that's uh part of this and the well i guess i guess the point is that there's a tendency to want to shove data in a particular direction and when when doing that and you're going to introduce confounds into your into your data and it, it's it's all very well three years in looking back with hindsight and saying how oh, did it i i i told you so in, in and i don't know doing a sort of victory shuffle um i'm i well <laughs> i think probably operation covid is winding down the next phases are wind are going to start cranking up um I, I don't know if you've seen the h1 n1 h5 mm-hmm. sorry h5 n1 bird flu avian yeah. flu yeah and so that's that seems to they be still real. got wide they still got wild type vaccine derived polio i'm sorry they have wild type 2 vaccine derived polio oh that's that's um, spreading that well, I mean, that's what they're claim. They're starting to claim, and that's what they're monitoring. Uh, Peter Thiel, through Palantir, has a contract with the United States uh, Centers of Disease Control uh, to monitor the water supply for two specific pathogens. One is for COVID nineteen mRNA, which could be from the vaccines, obviously, too, as well, right? And the other is uh, wild uh, type two polio. Interesting. Well, this so we, you know, I've I've sort of argued that the you know one of the things to look out for, and this this comes from essentially Nick's promptings, which is that we have to we have to look for um, opportunistic infections emerging to uh-huh. get a get a picture on or a handle on if there's been some long term damage done as a consequence of the actions taken over the last three years and the well the the data keeps pointing in the in that direction but the i don't know what to 
I wish I had a solution for it. <laughs> beyond beyond the observation and beyond the adjunct of just you know look after yourself and mitigate. Um, but these these are these are signals that we're we're seeing, and I'm I'm finding myself in the headspace of well, if you were if you were leveraging biowarfare as a means for tactical and strategic reasons. And you, you, you don't just have those meetings and say, okay, we'll do that. In those meetings, there's going to be discussion about how that will manifest and how it will play out over time. And if they've, you know, I keep asking myself, have they calculated in that they can, they can, initiate and then nature comes in and really kicks your ass because you've you've postured yourself in such a way to make you make yourself vulnerable to these circulating pathogens yeah and dangerous territory bro and <laughs> you mentioned palantir and they are Oof. well you tell the people about palantir yeah, I mean, okay, so Palantir um, was, uh, you know, started by um, Peter Thiel, who's an American uh, billionaire, um, uh, who um, is uh, originally was born in Frankfurt, West Germany, uh, whose father was a chemical engineer, uh, who also, just like Musk, had a lot of dealings with South Africa and working for South Africa even after they immigrated until until very early age uh, to the United States of America. Um, and then so he was working as a chemical engineer and um, in South Africa. He had to travel to South Africa a lot too, uh, which had there's this weird thing going on with South Africa. And we've discussed you know the South African biowarfare. I mean the Israel well, the South African biowarfare program being allied with the uh, Israelis. Um, and so, um, and so Teal was very much obsessed with the Lord of the Rings. He names a lot of his things and the people around him that supports from the Lord of the Rings. You know, Palantir so comes from the Seer Stones from Lord of the Rings. Um, and, um, and so he actually said he's read, uh, the collection of series more than 10 times, uh, in his early childhood. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, and he uh, graduated with the graduated Stanford University with a law degree. Goddamn um, Dungeons actually, and Dragons geeks! Yeah, well, actually, that's what they do. He played Dungeons and Dragons too when he was in adolescence as well. So of that course. was your intuition on your part there. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, and, well, it's it's the go to after uh, after, after reading Lord of the Rings ten yeah. times and Ayn, and Ayn Rand, the the Russian uh, Jew. Who, who is out of her mind saying the Ubermensch was Hickman, the serial killer Alan Hickman that would strangle uh, strangle white girls to death with no conscience. Okay. Uh, uh, you you have to remind me again. I know we spoke about this on the streams, but yeah. Remind me who Hickman was, please. He was a serial killer. And what was the link with um... She she wrote her own self that she idolized Hickman as John Galt. Her ubermensch because he had no uh, conscience and therefore was not bounded to moral society. Interesting, interesting. Um, and so he idolized Ayn Rand. 
and um he uh, f uh, f uh formed the Stanford Review which was a newspaper with funding from uh Irvin Crystal who's Bill Crystal's father both were CMP members and later uh after he graduated he um uh, would uh, kind of travel around with William J. Bennett, who's a major counsel for national policy member, uh, who was uh, George H. W. Bush's drug drugs are. Remember the? I guess you wouldn't remember the Dare program. Maybe you were. It was kind of popular in the media and stuff like that. Like Dare to oh, keep yeah. off of drugs. It was very popular when I was in school. Um, so he helped formulate that for the George H. W. Bush administration. Um, and uh, so it was kind of weird that he would travel around and sleep in hotels with this man and write his speeches so odd knowing that Teal's a homosexual. Um, and so there's that. And so a lot of people that Teal um, hires and a lot of people that Teal funds um, is um, Stanford graduates. For example, Alex Karp, which we've seen videos of him recently at the World Economic Forum. He's and he talks about how he's kind of like a socialist, he's a communist, but he's believed that he's using, you know, Palantir's technology for good things, even though when they, they criticize him about uh Palantir being used used for uh, a virtual border wall through Palmer Lucky's Andrel Industries. Now Palmer Lucky uh, uh developed the Oculus, which Peter Till funded both actually, and Andrel uh is another Lord of the Rings reference. Okay, and so when they ask him that, he's pretty much just poo-pooing and saying it's more uh, humane. To, uh, and now it's my belief they're they made the virtual border wall to keep us in uh, when the United States collapses instead of anybody coming over the border into the country. Yeah, it's okay. your 15-minute gulag kill box, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what's coming. And the... Well... Is, is there a way to stop it at this point? I'm not, not so, not so uh, optimistic in that sense, right? I don't think it can be, um, from eschatological standpoint. Um, but you know, I, I still doesn't mean that we don't expose the darkness, brother. Um, no. And uh, you know, we do our best to try to get people from jabbing their children. Um, and, you know, ultimately bringing them to God, you know, and, and, you know, I, I, Peter Till is just so like, I, I don't want to talk too long about him. I've done streams on him. We've done streams on him. And it's just so much, you know, to talk about Till's life and everything. Um, I just want to give him a little background, you know, about him. Um, you know, he, he founded Palantir, uh, you know, with a lot of Stanford graduates. Palantir was initially funded by the United States Central Intelligence a Agency's uh, venture capital funding arm, Incutel, okay, because Palantir was about to go out of business, supposedly. This is the narrative. I don't know if how true it is or not. And Incutel stepped in and saved them. Now, Palantir has never posted a profit. And it's about 20 years of existence, give That's or take. surprising, considering the last couple of years. I mean, the government contracts they have. Um but uh, yeah, <laughs> learn something new every day. I, I thought they were, I thought they were raking it in hand over fist. Well, they are, but they're just not. It's not on the books. Right. Um, right. And um, you know, they have numerous government contracts. Um, I've discussed um, kind of what started as Operation Warp Speed of their involvement in there. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. 
but it started with the United States World, I mean the United States, the United Nations World Food Program, uh, where the World Food Program says they quote that they deliver to impoverished areas around the world and impoverished people, food, money, and vaccinations. Um, and uh, I don't know, like, is the food the best quality? Is it genetically modified? Is it laced with pesticides? Who knows? You know, the money. Who does it really go to? Is there accountability? There's numerous accusations of mismanagement of funds and certain, uh, you know, cash or or or, um, or uh, uh, food going to warlords in third world countries or even sexual assault and pedophilia and human trafficking allegations against the United Nations World Food Program and corruption. You could just Google it and Google and a whole bunch of news stories will come up as long as you can read them, you know. And so Palantir uh, joins with the World Food Program. And uh, they use the Palantir Foundry platform, uh, which they have three platforms, Gotham, which is primarily used by law enforcement and governments around the world, Foundry, which is primarily used by governments, United Nations, and corporations, okay? And so um, it's kind of like what they, allows them, what they allow them to do is hook up whoever is storing their data, okay, whether it's Amazon Web Services, for example, or Microsoft, or whomever. And the, the software uses artificial intelligence to categorize the information to show strategic data points and to be able to find information on demand and also be able to, quote-unquote, supposedly forecast future events, like if they're using it for supply chains, for example, and I'll talk more about that later. Um, and so... Foundry, they were using it for the categorizing and the delivery of the food, money, and vaccinations to the United Nations World Food Program. And this is in 2018, 2019, before the pandemic. To figure out, especially the vaccines, they were, you know, they were getting the past, present, and future medical history, like they were with Operation Warp Speed with Palantir, to the, you know, these people in these third world countries that they were giving the vaccines to. Okay, they were pretty much tagging them like deer, just like they did to us. Okay, and they they they, they would do to us later, should I say? So they did it to the third world first, and then they did it to us okay. in the UK. Okay, which is which is enraging. All right, and so um, you know, so that was something that I covered in my Substack, looking into. Okay, so what was the origins of what Operation Tiberius Kirk is for the Operation Warp Speed was? And that's what this was. Now, on top of that, let me get the information. They partnered with uh, one of the major pharmaceutical companies, um, which is, um, let me get that information for you. And they um, partnered with them very similar to what's happening right now with uh, Cancer Moonshot, uh, which Biden started in 2016. He's, he's, he's really pushing it now since about 2002. 21, I want to say, is when he started pushing it again. And um, he's pushing mRNA vaccines uh, to treat different types of cancer. Or mRNA, mRNA therapy, I guess, which would be a better way of putting it, to treat different types of cancer. And so, uh, actually, Palantir entered a partnership um, with um, Merck in 2017. 
And um, I'll read a little bit. You're going to find it very interesting of the press release from that, where it says Merck said it will use Palantir technology to incorporate software to analyze the reams of pharmaceutical, life sciences, and chemical data. It collects to help develop and deliver products more rapidly. The deal marks the first step in a long-term partnership, giving Palantir a cut of Merck's resulting profits. The chemical and pharma giant said at Palantir's headquarters in Palo California. These companies will initially focus on the treatment and services for cancer patients. They plan to eventually roll out the data tools to all divisions of the 349-year-old German company. Merrick's chief executive officer, Stefan Ackman, said Thursday the profit-sharing arrangement with Palantir was not typical. Palantir usually charges service fees. Merrick and Palantir declined to provide financial terms. It's like we don't have the terms between the United Nations and Palantir. We have no idea how much money was exchanged hands and what was exchanged in the contract in and of itself. Just like we don't have this contract between Palantir and Merck since 2017. And for Merck to come out and say it wasn't typical, then what was it? What did they give in exchange for Palantir services and software? Which Palantir, by the way, claims... Kevin, it's not a data company. It just provides software suites for people to use for data. But yet there's numerous allegations of privacy. They claim they anonymize the data. Okay? They have no access to people's data that use their software suite. But you can Google that and find numerous violations and allegations and privacy concerns from watchdog groups and governments and people within even the UK Parliament speaking out against it. And the FBI even getting caught using Palantir Gotham and not anonymizing the data. So the data is not anonymized. Yeah, you got, you got to be some... Some type of doe-eyed, gullible deer sheep to to think that they're anonymizing. Yeah, but they'll tell you they're doing it. But why would why would why would these I don't know deep learning type systems r- remove those data points? There's no way you would do that. Yeah. It, it, it's too it's it's too an important it's too important of a data point to say that you wouldn't use it in your in your metrics or analyses. That, that yeah, would... and I want to I want to ask your opinion of this because of your knowledge. Okay, Merck and Palantir later joined formed a joint research venture called Centropy in late 2018. Based in Boston, Massachusetts, the company will offer cancer data analytics tools to healthcare organizations, including academic medical centers, biotech companies, and researchers. Underpinning Centipede's technology, or Centipede's technology, is Palantir's Foundry platform, which allows users to structure and analyze data from desperate sources, while also safeguarding data ownership. Centipede is also planning to develop technology to allow researchers to safely and transparently share data between one another. Now, that would later be used for Operation Tiberius Kirk, which is part of Operation Warp Speed, and I'll discuss that more in a minute. And um, Palantir formed a board, and I'll have to get the name of the guy. I can't. I keep forgetting this guy's name. But they formed a board. Now, the first board that they members that they formed uh, for their board, which is about two years ago, they formed the board. First members were military people, government people, you know, senators and House representatives, 
you know, people that you would think would, would join Palantir's board, right? But the second group of people that joined Palantir's board, who might you think they were associated with, Kevin? Council for Foreign Relations. Nah, well, I mean... <laughs> But but what what type what what people within the world what 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 were their jobs entail? It wasn't the people that I named earlier. It was a different group of people. What are we talking? People tribes people or no 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 no. <laughs> I, I I'll go ahead and tell you. Okay? okay, it's not military. It's not government. It was health. So we have Deborah Burks. Okay. Remember Deborah? Oh, yeah. yeah. We have Gustav Perna, who was the military representative, General Gustav Perna, for the Department of Defense, who ran Operation Warp Speed, which some people want to tell you the Department of Defense had little to do with it. And if they did, it, they saved 40% of lives compared to Novio. And we'll get to Novio later. Okay. And how they're still very much deeply involved with the department of defense, even today developing cancer therapeutics. Okay. But also just outside to, of just that, sorry to interrupt you, dude, but, um, Burks was on CNN yesterday and you know, th there was a, couple of gems she dropped in there and i i will one I'll, I'll let charles bring onto onto stream and discussion at a later date but the other was if you watch that it's quite a long interview i want to say it's about eight eight minutes so that would be a major segment right on mm -hmm. cnn mm -hmm. something like that and her so now they're pushing towards well yeah it was probably lab accident right and you know we're seeing the narrative and the pivot change coming and so i'm, I'm not buying that for a, a minute no it was an oopsie it was yeah, an oopsie an kevin oopsie. it was a wet market yeah. then it was an oopsie yeah yeah and her solution her solution and this is this is what should just raise everyone's uh, red flags is she's immediately talking about we need more more basically public private partnerships to engage in surveillance as this woman is a board member of palantir by the way right <laughs> so that's 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 why i brought that up um and you know this if if we don't find a way to stop this takeover of our civil institutions by the private space that there, there's your digital gulag emerging mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right yeah. and, and we have to we have to break every look you want i i don't want a totalitarian government for sure and the but you need you need something that has power over corporate, right? That can can in some way hold them to account. And right now, the more we merge government with private, the more yeah. we lose that capability of being able to, to, to for transparency, right? We can we can petition our governments 
to cough up data. Good luck trying to get a company to do that. It's never going to yeah. happen. And I'm, you know, there's a, you know, <laughs> we're seeing through the glass very darkly, right? And, but through that glass, you can see what, what this thing is emerging on the other mm -hmm. side. And, mm -hmm. you know, that I, I, I know you were in that space that I was just talking on before we were streaming. And, you know, there's a, I, I kind of understand the enthusiasm Pog had around decentralization, right? Trying, trying to build our, our own infrastructures and systems and servers that enable us to get around all these stupid programs that they that they are putting into into place but, but where's the funding for it kevin as you well know where's the funding yeah I, I i'm i'm not sure that we can beat them or or or, or to think that they're not going to be able to pass down the data it was a naive position i think i think because he said well if 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 because you know essentially if 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 the people get a degree of independence from these systems right you can be you can be sure that they'll pull the plug on the data centers right they'll shut them down yeah. right and and so I, i'm i wouldn't be surprised to sort of see that happen in the coming months but the the idea that and so one of the arguments he made was that there was too much data that you can that they can't pick out individuals who are say of an activist type nature the uh, the the person who will not go quietly into the into the night um it, it it's it's a very limited view of the technologies that are being brought to bear with respect to being able to pass data down into refined forms that point at the at individuals like us and you mm -hmm. right that that mm -hmm. are just trying to you know what you know you're not going to put that chain around my neck just yet right and do i think that my server architecture god bless uh tax evading blitz please people fund the uh, fund the tax evader today <laughs> i'll pay him um for this uh for this tech of course they can see and do everything particularly you know myself being sort of public speaking you know where was where i doing this strictly on the down low not not putting data out publicly maybe you would be able to um keep you know stay off their radar as it were but um i'm i just think their signal processing is coming is is so far ahead of what most people can conceptualize that it would be a losing a losing battle to think that you can you can fight them in the in that domain we should use yeah. it 
and we, we try and leverage it as much as we can aggregate information share information um mm. you know the I, there was uh oh god bless him um no i haven't spoke to him in a while but it, he, he he sort of sent me this me I'll, I'll never find it and no, I, I won't go down that avenue, but um, the oh, I've just broke the chat as well. Fuck. <laughs> go to go to do something to uh, share the uh, the good news, and I break it. Did I break it? Hang on. No, it's working. Okay. Um, and that's distracted me with. Um, oh yeah. So the point was to build. To aim for, with decentralization, to aim for archipelagos, as much as that word is tainted by Solzhenitsyn, across the planet where like-minded people can sort of aggregate and you build your rule set, morals and ethics that you are prepared to tolerate in, in the architectures that you can build. And people can bring different resources to that table right so some people you know yeah. some people might be very uh tech savvy for example and they can help contribute and build out the digital domain and i in th in this respect i would encourage people to think of that as a, a sort of higher dimensional component to life other people might have um resources like land Right, where you could say, you know, you know, take Bear Brain for example, and his campsite ideas. Right, that's that's actually not a bad idea, if you if you can sort of share with I'm like. Just Bear Brain wasn't doing it. He's not doing it. He said if he wasn't doing it, if he had someone else who's actually honorable doing it, mm. then it's not necessarily a bad idea. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and. His, like I said, I know there's drama going on right now. I've watched, I don't know, David Crocco was doing. Well, look at look at the Amish. Mm. Well, the 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 gassed and poisoned Amish. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, <laughs> uh, they decided to take it out on them. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I I I think they control. I think they control decentralization in a lot of ways, yes. and you know, they're gonna. They're going to. Uh, I mean, most of the centralized platforms are some s sort of uh, censorship. Now, I'm not a free speech absolutist. I do think there are specific lines in the sand. Uh, you know, child you should move to Florida then, sir, where you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the scammers and what they're pushing down there. Uh, you know, you know. Hey, down there, you can't say anything anti-Semitic, though. Well, that's Kevin, that's so. what I was that's what I was alluding to. You can't. Uh... You can't mention the, the wait. I'll use my button. The Jew. So well, I don't, I don't know. So that the I know we're shooting off on a tangent here, but what I saw yesterday in Florida was what happened in Britain when I was growing up was the introduction of hate crime to normal crime. This this concept of hate being uh, um it, we should just have there are there are the laws that you can't break and mm -hmm. to ascribe more to that than there potentially could be is to start playing into this subversion game 
right? Where, mm-hmm. you, where the special interest groups start being able to leverage the law against the common people. Populace at large. And man, it was, it was used to brutal effect in the UK to, to shut down dissent. Funny, funny that the person is called, isn't he DeSant, DeSantis? DeSantis. How do you say his name? DeSantis, Ron DeSantis. Oh, nearly dissent. <laughs> but... Yeah, but you're not allowed to talk about the chosen people anymore. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a crime and no longer you can call out the crimes of Israel. Of course, they shut down the boycott, divest the, the uh, sanction movement mm. um, against uh, Zionism and against greater Israel. You know, and so I guess to to circle back, you know, um, aren't, aren't you for their you, free speech though, John? Do you know, well, I mean, I guess they're the only people that are allowed to have free speech, and I guess I can't mention anything. Um, but, but you, you know, you, you said it, you, you but, said you're not a free speech absolutist, so that's true. I think there are limits to free speech, but not like there's certain things that I think are limits, like. I don't think child pornography should be legal or bestiality pornography. Um, you know, I don't think a person should be able to make true, forceful, direct threats. You know, I think they're not protected either. Um, you know, like there has to be forth- force and intent behind it. You know, I can't be like someone trolling on Twitter being like, you know, I'm going to stomp your face in, you know, but it has to be like, you know, exactly. I'm going to kill you, Kevin McCarran. I'm going to Japan right now. I know where you live. I'm what? coming to kill you right now. <laughs> coming, coming for a kendo match, are you? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, I, so I do think there are limits. Um, but you know, outside of those limits, um, which United States does have pretty free, uh, speech laws that they're trying to curtail, um, you know, and I'm not saying there isn't consequences There's a difference between the government, um, both state, local and federal, um, coming after you, you know, for, for saying something right, you know, for, from, from a legal standpoint of arresting you and putting you in jail. Uh, versus, um, you know, your job cans you uh, because of something that you said they don't necessarily agree with. Now, I know um, in today's kind of uh, hyper-polarized climate, it's very difficult, you know, because anybody can say anything, get offended by anything anybody says, you know, and I understand that, but there is a difference as far as, the you know, the First Amendment in the United States of America, which only protects you against the government. Um, both the, the, all of the state, local, and federal government, uh, uh, and, and not necessarily, you know, protects your speech uh, outside of that. Um, you know, and I understand that some people can argue that social media platforms and the right to an internet is a public utility. Therefore, those things shouldn't be f- taken from you. And I agree with that. I don't think that your access to internet, unless, I mean, you were like super egregious, like, you know, child pornography or, you know, or something like that, should your access to internet be taken away? Uh, nor do I think your banking should be taken away, you know, for if you say something naughty, uh, you know. And so, you know, I do think that there, that there are some nuances to that. Um, you know, but you are correct in that. I mean, I think decentralization is controlled. Most of the quote decentralized platforms out there um, are, if you really looked into who owns them and who runs them, you can trace a lot of them back to Peter Thiel and Jared Kushner. Um, that's a whole nother discussion. Uh, and you know, and, and I, you know, and I think it's important that you do bring up um, 
Burke and Burke saying that as being a board member of Palantir, uh, because that's what they're going to try to sell to you. If we really truly get the internet uh, 2.0, is that they'll have the internet divided into decentralized nodes, but the people that can afford those nodes, which are your standard like Twitter, Proof Social, you know, they'll you know you'll be able to go there, but you wouldn't be able to go to We Talk. You know, we talk, you listen live. You know, they'll say, oh, it's free. It's decentralized. Don't worry about it. But you wouldn't be able to maintain the accessibility and to be able to get traffic and internet too. Okay. And so, you know, they, they want to control over that data in the same time they want to say that they're not doing that and the data doesn't exist. Now, I sent you a document, if you could bring up, um, or a, a website from Stab News where it shows if you could bring up the Operation Warp Speed operational chart. That was quote unquote leak. Now, I don't think any leak is a leak. I think if something comes out, it's by design and on purpose. Um, but that being said, I do believe this to be true. You should be able to see it as well now. Yes, I can. Scroll down to the chart. Right there, Commander. Stop. You can zoom in a little bit if you want to. Um, and so this chart is the hierarchy chart of the Operation Warp Speed. Of course, Operation Tiberius Kirk is left off of it, which was Palantir's initiative, interestingly enough. But as you're looking at you see at the very top, you have Health and uh, Human Services, Alex Azar, Council for National Policy Member Alex Azar at the top for HHS. Mm-hmm. And you have also equal same as him is the Department of Defense, Mark Esper. Okay, now we know Mark Esper is a show and I you've done together as a major member of the Atlantic Council. Okay, so at the top, we have the Department of Defense in equal lockstep with the Health and Human Services. Okay, so you have the different branches and who is under them. When you uh, look under Department of Defense Security and Assurance, the person directly under that is Deputy of Security and Assurance, which is Jared Kushner. Trump's Chabad son-in-law, okay, which was the deputy of security and assurance for the Department of Defense under Operation Warp Speed. And you can see exactly what is underneath him, including most of the cyber technology component of it and operational security directly reported to Jared Kushner. That's a problem, right? I would Probably say so. Real. I would say so. <laughs> especially, especially one called Cohen. Yeah. So, <laughs> so of course, after that, we have uh, the vaccine and therapeutics distribution. So, under therapeutics, we have Regeneron, which my uncle was inappropriately given to in the hospital and died because of that. Um, Regeneron being a monoclonal antibody, which Mark from Houston Tonic Live did excellent research on um, the University of Washington and aborted fetal tissue being used to be produce monoclonal antibodies, uh, which now I guess somehow magically he forgot, I guess. I'm not so sure. I guess Cooey. I guess Cooey's been uh, 
getting uh, the bot science wrong about humanized mice, but maybe I digress there, that maybe Cooey's getting some things confused, and maybe you should take some more biology classes, because I don't, I don't have a degree in microbiology and biology, but I'm able to understand the science with my little pea brain, uh, Kevin, and um, you can understand the science with all of your expertise. Uh, and so, hmm, I don't know what that's about. Maybe, uh, RFK Jr.? No, no. Uh, but it is what it is. And so, here we have all the therapeutics that were laid out, but somehow they managed to leave out a specific therapeutic agent. Which therapeutic agent do you think that might be, Kevin? That was left out? Yes, that was left out. A specific therapeutic agent... That was also funded by the Department of Defense, as well as Trump also got stock investment well, share I, I, and I payout would, from a presume. certain drug produced by a certain company. Now, what is the drug that is killed people? It shuts down their liver, I mean, their kidneys. Well, um, their exactly, yes. And that's produced by what pharmaceutical company? Gilead. That is correct, and Gilead received Department of Defense funds through Operation Warp Speed to come into fruition. And so, if someone makes the case that Redemzavir is killing people, then wouldn't the Department of Defense have blood on their hands for that, Kevin? Uh, I'm sure they're uh, complicit. But... Yes, at the, very, at the very minimum, there's complicity. Mm. So out of every person that dies for Ademzavir, the Department of Defense, through their funding and through Operation Warp Speed and the fast-track, quote-unquote, emergency youth authorization through Ademzavir, which all came from this. And might I add, Ademzavir even received funding previously to the Department of Defense for other certain outbreaks, like, I don't know, maybe Ebola, maybe repurposing for Zika. I don't know. But it's been in the pipeline for a while, a long before the pandemic, with a lot of Department of Defense funding and a lot of United States pharmaceutical and worldwide backing. I'm just saying, I mean, it seems to me the Department of Defense, who I guess through Operation Warp Speed through the mRNA vaccines instead of going with the Inovio vaccines, which, you know, the Inovio DNA electroporesis process they're using that for cancer vaccines. Was the DOD still funded? It's still funded. It's still funded. You can go look. They got a 2023 contract funding for it, brother. Still funding it. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't. They didn't go through that one, but they're gonna use it probably for the cancer moonshot program. And even if they don't, they still funded them. They still got a tune upwards of close to 100 million dollars in funding for the Operation Warp Speed. Uh, for, for their technology. So it's not like the government didn't stop funding them. And, you know, there were no lives saved, in my opinion, in mass, by the mRNA vaccines done by Pfizer and Moderna, which were Operation Warp Speed, which were DOD-funded, okay, which were government, United States government taxpayer paid and bought for and funded, okay? And we had no choice in this. This was all Emergency Use Authorization Act ran through, right? All for the public need, all for the greater good, right, brother? Mm. And now we're seeing the uh, the poison fruits, the poison withered fruits of these mRNA vaccinations, and even the uh, limited Johnson and Johnson 
DNA vector vaccination. And, you know, and so the Department of Defense, you know, through Inovio, they're still funding, been funding for years. You can go look it up. It's easy information to find. It's a simple Google search. You could type it in. They're still getting funding. They've still gotten funding, okay? And though Operation Warp Speed is over, Palantir through Operation Tiberius Kirk, and we've talked about this in a previous stream, is still collecting the past and present and future uh, medical history for anyone who gets a COVID-19 booster or jab of the mRNA variety in the United States of America or anybody who tests positive for COVID-19 in a clinical setting. That's never stopped. Yeah. Well, you know, this... The, the, the big question here is, was this, was this a, an attempt to wheel out therapeutics with the best of intentions, or was this a rolling out of these agents as, you know, I'm, I'm finding myself more in the, you know, the, the, they just pulled the trigger on biowarfare and um, just just taking a big swipe out the, out the populations. Because, you know, there's, as I mentioned in that space, there's data just coming out of Japan right now, right? So their deaths have shot up and their births have plummeted right now, way, way more than projections were. And, you know, Japan is sort of like a canary in the coal mine, I think, right now. And if if what we're seeing there is a will be a sustained trend, well, then we're 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 definitely in the we're in trouble. Yeah, we're 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 in deep trouble, bro. That's that's the that's the upshot of this. And you know, what's I wish I had better solutions to this other than you know tune in and drop out somewhat. Um, use the use the decentralization pathway. Use the you know support the servers and the people trying to sort of find the, the cracks in this system. But if if at a strategic level they've taken the decision to I don't know go go full on club of Rome. Are we just are we just moving chairs around on the check chairs on the Titanic at the moment? It's a rescue mission. That's all it is. The Titanic's already hit the iceberg. Mm. It's how many people we can get into the lifeboats. Mm. That's how I look at it. Mm. That's how I I mean it's sad. I mean, you know, I mean just looking at uh Anovia, you know, Anovia right here. Uh, the the 2013. Um, yeah, looking at Anovia, um, they're still being funded by the Department of Defense. It says Anovia reported a total revenue of 9.2 million dollars for the three months ended September 30 of 2022, compared to 2,902. For the same period in 2021, the increase in revenue resulted from the fulfillment of obligations under its contracts with the U.S. Department of Defense. 9.2 million? 
to 292000 That's a big jump in revenue. Big jump. And, of course, right here, in 2002, with the support of the United States Department of Defense, Inovio developed its next-generation ID delivery service, UPSP, an automated high-through away a throughput array manufacturing process. The seller Citra delivery technology, which is the uh, the millisecond electrical pulses. So the DNA medicine. So yeah, it's interesting. The only person they think for that is the United States Department of Defense. Mm. And they're still in league with the United States Department of Defense of using this cell Cetra technology. You know, deliver of Inovio's DNA medicines for cancer treatment. And what's going on right now? Biden's cancer moonshot program. Which, by the way, there's a former bo uh, board member, Mr. Greg Simon, former executive director of White House Cancer Moonshot Task Force and Biden Cancer Initiative, is in the Federal Advisory Board for Palantir. So it all connects. The plan's still moving forward. Inovio's still deeply entrenched the U.S. Department of Defense. U.S. Department of Defense. It's killing people. The military has... The United States military is a world police, and yes, I understand there's some benefit of it of me being a United States citizen, okay? But there are horrendous travesties that the military has done to the world and to American citizens and of themselves. I'm talking about the elite of the military, you know? The grunts, the average man, you know? They don't know. But we've had we've had horrific tell horrific tell Agent Orange Gulf War syndrome depleted uranium. I mean, come on, it's all there. The higher up of the brass in the Department of Defense cares nothing of the cannon father of the lower lower level plebeians. The elites don't care. The elites don't f send their people to die in wars. They don't care about the poor, to quote system of a noun. They don't. They don't care, you know? So, yeah, I'm not against the combat veteran that comes, comes back who's been chewed out by the system as PTSD. But the Department of Defense, the military-industrial complex as a whole, is rotten to the core. It's rotten to the core. Yeah, man. Uh, like I say, it's uh, it's it's almost a sort of intractable problem, right? Because they they do have such a head start, and most most look, we're probably you know we're not surprised by these relationships. We're not. Um, it doesn't. Um, flip our worldview to be finding out these interrelationships but to get most people past this they can't mm, I'm not, yeah. I don't know how you do it exactly are you ever going to go back Kevin no no I, I could never I could never ever go back and 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 do what I was doing because look I was I was on that path to um trying to you know pimp out technology rather than and and you know it, you have to do that in effect when 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 you start getting in that game you've got your lab so you start hunting for any and all sources of funding and yeah. I would have um you know, prior prior to cracking my head, I would have bitten the hand off of 
I don't know, Incutel for a couple of million dollars, right? And considered that a win. And, you know, I didn't... Well, I, you know, I had, a, I had a sort of understanding of how that sort of technology c could be abused. I was inclined to think that we, in the West had more we weren't we weren't just going to go balls deep into the chinese model which is what we are seeing right and yeah i i i i don't think i could be a part of that system now not not with any degree of i don't know you got to live with yourself right yeah you got to look yourself in the mirror mm. Got to be accountable to God, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I couldn't go back looking at the world differently than I do now. You know, I mean, it's it, it, it it's tempting, right, to go back and trust a plan and believe that there's going to be some white hats that are going to come save you at any moment, and they're not all bad, and they're not all in on it to different degrees. You know, there's kind of a warning of that, right? There's kind of like an allure to go back to that of trusting your government, trusting the institutions. You know, they're going to come, you know, you need a hero. They're going to come riding up on a white, you know, steed to save you, you know? And me as a Christian, I'd say only Savior is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You know, there is no getting out of this, you know, except through him, you know, and God and stuff. And, you know, I mean, I... I are, are are things difficult and bleak? Yeah, you know, but there is hope. Um, and you know, I mean, I guess in closing, I do have to go to bed, brother, and I'd love to to, to come back on if you'd have me. Yeah, you know, sometime right. soon. Um, you know, uh, there was um three point thirty nine point seven million dollars for Department of Defense preclinical research. Uh, so Gilead synthesizes and begins. Uh, uh, patenting Redemzivir uh, between 2009-2013. 2014, CDC and the DoD in cooperation with Gilead began antiviral testing Redemzivir for Ebola and other viruses. So the CDC and, and, uh, and the um, DoD gave the primary funding about $40 million for Redemzivir to even be in a stage that it could be used to later be funded by the National Institutes of Health. Uh, you know, by the consent of Fauci, Fauci's wife approved it, uh, you know, uh, to get the the drug trials for COVID-19, which is about one 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 hundred nine point two million dollars. So you would never have Redemzifir if it wasn't for the Department of Defense. You'd have Redemzifir if it wasn't for the Food and Drug Administration. You would never have Redemzifir ultimately if it wasn't for Gilead. And so to cut out the DOD and say, well, they're the good guys. And if anybody bad mouths them, well, they can get out. You know, that's just silly. You know, I'm not bad mouthing well, the Department of Defense. I'm not bad mouthing the lower people with the military, okay? The order takers, okay? I'm not bad mouthing them. You know, it's very sad how the United States military, I live in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Fort Bragg is 30 minutes away from where I live, okay? It's sad. I see homeless veterans, homeless veterans around uh, Fayetteville, everywhere. They're everywhere, man. I give them food. I give them water. You know, I preach the gospel to them. They're thankful for whatever they get because the government uses them and spits them out and does not give an F about them. Okay? Once they've done their duty, once, you know, if they, if they survived, if they weren't killed, okay? Once they're done their duty, they're dead to them.
They don't care. Yeah. yeah it's it's a disturbing well, it, it, it's it's a you need a military, right? It's it's not I don't I don't want to be so naive as to say, oh, you know, get get rid of it. But when we've when we've allowed it to become the driver of so much of our technology and critical infrastructure, well then it's going to be abused in a weaponized fashion. It's 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 the it's inevitable. I wish uh, I wish it wasn't the case, but it it is. Um, it's where we're at right now. And yeah, yeah. If look. Either, either, either this was one monumental fuck-up that was just unexpectedly built into these systems through, I don't know, successive legislation and governing bodies, etc. And this was just an emergent phenomenon as a consequence of that. Or we're dealing with something far, far more nefarious. And the problem is, as each day goes by, I'm ju I'm just getting the feeling it's it, it's we're in the nefarious. And when I see Zelensky saying that um, American sons and daughters, so basically NATO sons and daughters, are going to be dying on the the <laughs> greater pit. Israel. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm like, dang man, with with the. I don't know how much time we have left, bro. I mean, because the thing is, when 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 the when bombs and bullets are flying, that that you know, there's a there's a good it's a good indicator, right, that things are spinning out of control. Yeah. And the the posture that the U.S. is taking is is one that doesn't seem rational at the moment. And I just. Who could who could be driving that? Yeah, I, is it all and just K two six? And I would say be be wary of anybody who comes in. I think it's going to be Donald Trump in twenty twenty four, who comes in and brings peace and cleans up this quote unquote cleans up this mess. Because the Bible says they'll be wanting peace and security, and then it'll all break break loose. You know. So that's all my only concern is, is yes, I do pray for peace. Yes, I do want peace. I'm very much, for the most part, a nonviolent person. I do believe in biblical right to self-defense, obviously, if it escalates to that point, you know. But, you know, I, 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 I mean, very much anti-war. Uh, no, I'm not for it at all. Uh, and, you know, they're using this lab leak narrative to push war with China. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah. it it's sad. It's you know, we'll we'll never we'll never really find out exactly what happened. No, I mean never, you, you, you can sort of do a fair job at reconstructing and you know, this is this is why Charles point about the epitopes that were left in in, in the gene transfection is is such an important one. Because it's not like they didn't know, right? There's the, uh, it, it, in no way were I in any 
decision making position to, to be, you know say that oh we're gonna we're gonna use this technology and it has x y and z in it and i would understand it to be oh you're you're gonna you're gonna gene transfect prions basically systemically right yeah and i can't i can't believe that they didn't know at this point they did know Department of Energy, who's supposedly coming out and saying, "Well, you know, we know, we know it was engineered." They knew back then, and they they were they were working very much on these HIV vaccines, which Charles has honed in on and knows mm-hmm. which which epitopes that you include and you most assuredly remove. To make sure that you're not running into known side effects isn't the right word to encapsulate it, but to to the potential harms that would come from exposure. And and so this idea this idea that they're going to shift blame towards the Chinese and use use that as a well, a, 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 a lever, basically, to to move the population in a particular direction, right? So, I, I, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Well, I, I was just going to say because um, what in the current circumstances where you're seeing potential harms from, like I say, exposure to these epitopes, and in my mind, you know, there's a, it, it's probably a. a, a ranking to it right so if you get exposed to them via normal routes your body's got millions of years of evolution to sort of fall back on to solve those molecular puzzles right and bypassing that and getting gene transfected yeah, it's probably leading to more um more complications and i would argue thousands of years of adaptation but i digress <laughs> <there>. <laughs> But the, um, the, the, the fact that they did know and the fact that we, we can see the pivot happening right now, we can see them pushing towards, well, a, a confrontation at least with, with China. And, you know, I, and this just it pulls you back to Wolfritz's doctrine and this idea that the, the U.S. can't have any peer competitors or peer-like competitors and that's that's a dangerous policy i think yeah existentially so let me ask you one question i do have to go to bed or one last final point um what about i guess one last thing is what about how much the vaccine was pushed in israel and how much data uh was and i'm trying to track down myself if palantir's involvement in that but how much the boosters were pushed in Israel, how much data was gained with Israel. We know there's a strong Israeli-Russian-Chinese connection with data surveillance. Um, you know, Eric Prince, senior Council National Policy member Eric Prince, who's a former Blackwater and Academy, was doing a lot of the, uh, you know, wiring and surveillance for the, um, the prison camps, the Falun Gong uh, in uh, 
Christians uh, and, uh, in China. Uh, and, um, and, and, um, and, and, uh, so he, and the Uyghurs too as well. And, um, you know, of course he, he was releasing that Israeli freedom Patriot, uh, phone, you know, that's supposed to be triple encrypted, but it's all coming out of Israel, right? Like I wouldn't touch that with a 10 foot pole. Right. <laughs> more than that phone. Right. You know, so what about kind of like the surveillance network and the sharing of Israel and China and Russia? Cause Russia, we have the Skolkovo connection with Hillary Clinton, uh, and, uh, and Biden, uh, and Obama. Uh, and so, you know, what about, uh, all of that and kind of how Israel, uh, you know, pushed so many jabs on the population, right? And there had to have been some data driven points and some technology and information sharing between three countries, correct? Yeah. And look, um, the earliest safety signals that were getting out there that were concrete came out of Israel. Um, so we, we have to be. We have to be very judicious in the use of the K26R hypothesis, right? Is it a data point? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, does it explain everything? I'm not so sure. Yeah. And the um, where where it's heading? This is this is why I try to look at look at it from what would be, I guess, sort of frowned upon in scientific circles which is you know trying to look at it from this metaphysical trying to understand um the eschatological driving of individuals and the would would israel or, or would the would the k26r cabal what about the further infiltration to the united states the united kingdom well, United Kingdom is fait accompli and has been for centuries. I would argue. But I mean, we have UD, you know, we have Unit eighty two hundred. We have Talpiot technology transfers. I mean, mm. Brendan is right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I understand your issues with Brendan. I have my own. Mm. You know, um, but I mean, that is accurate information, right? Mm. You know, so it does seem to be a. You know, I guess maybe it was a bioweapon. Maybe there's a reason why it doesn't affect the ACE2 receptors. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know. Th th there's been discussion on the um, on, on our Discord. Shout out to Hengen. Um, I, know, I know you and him communicate mm -hmm. quite. Hengen, yeah. You, you know him, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Um, and, you know, he's, he's pointing that it's a... a minor allele polymorphism so what does what does that mean well so you have two pairs of each gene right and the minor allele is the one it, it's like having the gene for blue eyes right yeah so you've got to you've yeah. got to get both to there's other it. redundant systems in place with the angiotensin renin system aldosterone system so the the fact that it's concentrated in that particular cohort again i would i would just say it's a it's a fingerprint that we should be looking at and and, and it's, it's it's not anything that we didn't know through history right that that, that there's a very very 
um, warped facet to it that had the, I don't know. Well, a good, <laughs> a good example we've had in the last week, right, which is Eric Weinstein on Joe Rogan. Did you see that? No, but Eric Weinstein manages helps to manage Peter Till's money through Till Capital. That's his main job, but go ahead. Mm. So he basically goes on a rant about why Jews are special on the Joe Rogan. And okay. he's like, God damn it, we are special. We are God's chosen, and we f it's our duty to shepherd the planet. Right. This is, this, uh, um, what, what, Tikkun Olam? Heal tick, the world? Tikkun Olam, right? And he, so the, 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 this is literally the, the reasoning that he gives, right? Because Jews were behind the design of hydrogen bombs, weapons, the Teller Ulam um, Device. Oh, Ed Edward Teller, CMP Edward Teller ran his own sexual blackmail ring in Hollywood called Edward Teller's Boys. Is that Edward Teller? Is it? Yeah. He ran his own Epstein S ring in Hollywood. Is that true? Pim Send me a link yes. to that. I, I need to see that. Okay, I'll look up to Edward Teller's Boys. Josh Reeves used to talk about it all the time. So, anyway, so his, so Weinstein's reasons go like this Jews, Jews brought the horror of fusion weapons to earth and so they have a responsibility to shepherd humans to the stars so we're not bound by the uh, on this on this planet plane whatever you want to call it <laughs> and subject to the effects of these weapons and the this th that type of thinking, I think, has to be looked at forensically. Much, and, and I, I use that like people people can understand the reason to break down forensically the Quran and the Hadith to try to understand Islamic motivations. Right, that's not a controversial thing to um, to be saying. Right. And I think that you have to do exactly the same with an ideology that thinks that they are chosen, know what's best for mankind, such that they would they would see the, the deployment of weapon systems like we've seen. It's it's kind of echoes. I have to find the list, but it was a guy named Jim Shaw who made the allegations against Edward Teller that there was that he was molested by Teller and was trafficked by Teller, um, and that it was a, a Hollywood circle uh, that 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 Teller was trafficking his boys to, and that Teller was involved as a member of Bohemian Grove, which is true. You can look it up. That part is verifiable. Um, that, 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 that was occurring through. But Josh Reeves used to talk about it all the time. It is the same Teller. Interesting. Um, uh, well, um, I don't, I don't think I could add any more to that, bro. I mean, the, the, the uh, so, uh, 
well, what, 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 at what point do we get to? So Weinstein is saying you have to you have to allow us Jews to, to keep Jewing away, doing these types of things, right? Otherwise, otherwise you're going to be held hostage to our um, ever more freakish technologies that that keep emerging as a consequence. And what what does he spend most of his time doing on Joe Rogan's podcast, talking about a new field physics that ca that can allow sort of star travel, etc. And um, <laughs> I, I mean, Ali Alexander supposedly is doing time travel, right? So I mean, anything's possible in that regard. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but I mean, I guess, um, are you, are you kind of seeing like a horseshoe effect with Zelensky, uh, kind of coming here to America and giving almost like a BB Netanyahu, like threatened warning to the United States of America? I guess one final question, you know, are you seeing something like that to that effect? Um, well, I, I would, I would just say this that these people love the chaos and the blood and they love they seem to get off on causing it and getting away with it right because they it, it, it always goes in their favor right and and this is this is why they they're so good at playing victim narratives i think right? oh god no don't oy vey. the holocaust <laughs> That that's that's where that type of thinking comes from, and you know, what is what is Zelensky doing? Well, he's he's trying to pull exactly the same response that happened multiple times in the previous century. Get uh, get euros to wipe each other out. Right. And they, that seems to be a big, big motivation for them. And the the problem is, is that people are too dumb to realise that's what's happening. And they'll 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 point any and each way except to what seems to be this consistent cabal, I guess. Yeah. Who who do do like that and you know i i i do think the oh, i can you know is is that real sabatian frankists i mean i've i've read about it i presume it's historically accurate and what, what i've had doing. my questions because that generally comes from rabbi antelman who was a major zionist and a member of the sanhedrin so i have my mm. Concerns of that as well. If you really look into it and dig into it, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough in that domain, right? But all, all I can do is just, I, I don't, I, I can see the same patterns unfolding and the same groups positioning and the same techniques being deployed. And you know, you might yeah. think you sound all fancy and cool by saying nudge units, etc., but that, that's just propaganda right that's always been deployed advertising etc it's the, it's the same Renee's. yeah yeah um, all right commander well i got to go to bed uh thank you for doing what you're doing keep fighting the good fight sir 
God bless you and yours in the audience, and I'll be listening, and thank you for streaming and all that you do, Kevin. Uh, well, thank you very much, John, and uh, thanks for your time, and uh, it's always, uh, ah, it's always some, I've now got to read this article now and uh, rage about <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time as well and the, and the ability to let me come in here and rant myself, sir. Yeah, Have a good like evening, it. everybody. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Take care, bro. All right. So. All right. I'll read some comments and then I will. Um, let's just see if anyone's. Feed the blicks. Come on. Feed the blicks. Has anyone fed my blick? Let's see. And you are all. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, hang on. I can't tell if anyone's done that. <laughs> I'm locked out. Goddamn tech. Goddamn tell up, boys. Messing with me. That uh, no, you are all. Jew. The Jew. All right, I'll read some. Uh, I'll read some questions. Feed that blick, God damn it! <laughs> otherwise, otherwise we can't have nice things. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's do this. And roll up here. All right. See, Iwaska Man says, indeed, was Kevy Boyo long like seven hours? JC talked highly of Kev at multiple points. See some positive changes on the horizon. Uh, look, man, until until Jay fucking... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dumb. I, he's not... any use of the moment. Right? And he's just he's just missing stuff and fucking up all the time. And so if if he can't see the data or you're just getting taken down avenues with respect to and not seeing the bigger bigger picture then I, I don't I don't know what you're doing. And um gotta be it gotta be out and named in it. Name the enemy! <laughs> Can't do that. You can't fight them. Uh, all right. So, who is the guy that I was speaking with? That's John Brisson. Uh, of we've read the documents and uh, look, top tier, top tier researcher and literal photographic memory. Um, he's yeah, he's superb. Let's see. Get some intrathecal shot of pond water full of N. Falauri and no treatment for the ones who deny pathogens. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, where is it? Someone was—I don't know if this is real. Again, take it, take it with a pinch of salt. But um, someone fed their vaxxed leeches <laughs> vaccinated blood. <laughs> now, look. Right. Um, any expert? Um, 
any experiment that does something like this, and yeah, the leeches eat him. Um, but you know, you don't know what he's dropped in the water to kill them, and maybe maybe he's just trying to fuck with people. I don't know. And um, it's just I don't know. It's this type of goofy data which isn't isn't helping. And you know, there was a massive, massive red flag in the data set that Jay was looking at with uh Bedwin, Bedwin was the name. They just shot by it and didn't understand the clinical significance of what they were looking at. And so I'm, I'm, I, I don't have time. Basically, I can't, I can't just keep, uh, <laughs> keep going over the same stuff all the time. Because, like I say, I, I, I literally think that we're, uh, we're in the acceleration phase, as it were. And all those accelerationists out there, oh, you're going to get it. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Pyramid 7 says, most numbers were fudged. I have family members who was working where the government contracted them to gather all of the testing results. Most labs were all reporting a 100% positive rate. They all knew that it was bogus, but the mindset from top to bottom was that there needed to be more fear. Yeah, because that drives you, that drives you into the kill box. And, you know, we're, we're seeing the signals for prionergic disease mechanisms emerging. Now, I, I hope it's just a statistical anomaly over the long, long time. But we don't know yet. We don't know. We, we can see it right now, but maybe over a long enough time period, it, it goes back to normal. Uh, let's see. Fukov Gaffer says, no more poofs. Indeed, we're one. one no poofters. Uh, let's see. Come on down to Florida, mate. Um, I'd love to. Did you hear Brisson just say, no such thing as a leak. All releases are planned. Um, well, I, I, I think we're dealing with... Look, until until you can prove otherwise, you have to... You have to presume ill intent at the moment and again i'll keep saying it your job right now is to get to the other side of the event horizon with as much data intact as possible and not going fucking bananas horrible stuff has been played upon the citizenry i agree uh, Agents of the Rainbow, Adrian Orange produces manufacturers in four areas of US, Verona, Missouri, Nitro, West Virginia, Michigan, and one other, the storage of unused chemicals all over. Uh, maybe. The entire state of West Virginia is basically one giant super fund. <laughs> I guess. Let's see what they've been exposed to everything and then the VA system is another place they use the remdesivir and vax indeed uh, Glad to hear Brisson say the cavalry is not coming. Yeah, there's no cavalry coming Laurent, <laughs> this is it. This is it and you know am I I, I I don't have barrels of bullets and years of food supplies. I don't I can, I can struggle. I can struggle along for a few months 
that's it. And I, I, I'm I'm sort of opinion when the when the real weapons and the fighting happens that there'll, there'll be there'll be plenty of uh, <laughs> plenty of uh, loot to uh, take a um, to partake from. Let's see. Any ammunitions expose them to burn pits and so much more. Not to mention the PTSD, the suicide rates among veterans. Yes, I agree. Pay out pensions or Russia wins. <laughs> ah, yes, there is data to be had in Israel, no doubt. Uh, yes, Eric is Brett's brother. Yes. Uh, let's see. Kev just made the same mistake again in reference to Wolfowitz doctrine. U.S. hegemony confusing America with Jewish multinational cabal that runs the show. Name them for who they are. No, I, no, I agree with that, Qwerty. <laughs> the Jew uh, is uh, a central pillar of the Wolfowitz doctrine. Uh, let's see. Curious Conical says, thank you for spending time in Twitter spaces tonight. It's clear you are two to three years of everyone. We have a lot of work to get the majority on our side and focusing on true pathology. Um, yeah, I, Conical, um, my, my concern is it's too late. The, the job is done. Right now, the, you're in that um, pause. Pause while the next pieces are lined up and look, the you're at war, right? They're they're telling you this right now, and they're they're trying to prevent most of the public from cottoning onto the fact because when they do, you've got a you've got to deal with large crowds and dissenters, etc. And um, and how how do they how do they contain the U.S. Right. Well. If you get into a shooting match with the Chinese and uh, sacrifice a couple of aircraft carriers, etc., there'll be plenty of stupid, dumb... I shouldn't say that. But there'll be plenty that get wrapped up and sent abroad. And um, you can. it's easier to maintain control at home, sadly. Uh, I caught the spaces with Wogpog before this. Any plans to hold your own space, perhaps with Dr. Fleming, Nick, Charles, and others? Maybe something regular. The spaces in general are pretty woeful. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, for me to do that, I'd have to upgrade my computer because I need it to run Windows 11. And I'd want to be able to stream it at the same time. So I don't know. Uh, I I'm not that taken by the spaces. It was kind of sort of interesting feature for a little while. Um, I'm not gleaning much information from them right now. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like I say, my, my, my gut is telling me that um, it, it's fait accompli for the other side. It just survive survive what it is that they're going to do and the, and a good way of surviving that is don't get entangled with the corporate world right you you have to contract with it now 
are they are they going to instantiate drafts? Maybe, maybe, or maybe they'll do a whole Qtar Trump is the savior, and uh, this is all a very dramatic psyop to get to that point, and you know, let <laughs> and to let Eric Weinstein have his way. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Panzer Chocolate, uh, good to see you, you Uber Gruppenführer. Sweet war loot. <laughs> I get first dibs on the flat screen TVs. Um, yeah, but you're very likely in this situation going to see the plug pulled on all the critical infrastructure. You know, and this is this is why I was saying it's all very well trying to build out server infrastructure, etc. But when power grids get taken out, what then? What then? And so, you know, you would hope that there would be some, some ways of maintaining comms. Maybe Starlink or something. I don't know. I don't know. Something that's you don't need the fiber optic backbone in which to communicate. So if there, if there was some way to use Starlink and everyone have a node in their home, but then what happens if your PC can't switch on? Right. This is this is where I think we're all. They're probably going to take us. As black pilled as that sounds. And you know the all weapons of war are likely to be deployed. Right? If if we've seen them use chemical biological warfare over the last three years, then it means that they're not playing by the rule set that we hoped we would prevent. And as a consequence, we're we're gonna take a very very hard shot to the <laughs> to the nuts to the liver come july or august many are saying internet down maybe i i could i could believe that and it it'll come back with well you can come back on the internet but we want your biometric id to log in sign in etc it's it's probably it's probably something as gay as that really that's sad to say. Uh, let's see. Ayahuasca man says, someone say draft. Oh, yes, I'm ready. Ready to fight for my globalist technocrat overlords. Um, yeah, I ain't doing it. Fuck them. <laughs> no. No way. No how. Uh, let's see. Curious Canuckle says, we're three years in on being in our position on this bioweapon. We will now pound our head against a wall for the next three years watching the world wake up. Monitored by CAA summer students on Twitter. Yeah, likely. If the grids go down, nuclear plants will melt down when the diesel backup runs out of fuel. Yep. Maybe, maybe they just... Uh... They're just ready to go down that route. Be ready for, or, or prepare yourself mentally for whatever it is that's coming. Look, maybe it's the super flare, mini nova. I don't know. 
I don't know. And these but these people have, you know, they realize it and they're just playing the game, trying to grab as much loot as they can as this as a real reset comes in. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. All all I was trying to do was to warn you about these disease mechanisms at play. Uh instead I've sort of found myself going down this path of um well, it's obviously still trying to navigate the scientific data, but there was there's nothing that we're finding out. Let just take the paper that we were looking at the other day, the the amyloid paper, right? Um, there's nothing new in that paper that we didn't know that I hadn't warned you about from very early on, and you know the. It, it's an interesting overlap, right? The, the data that Spartacus talks about with them trying to use amyloid structures in next generation synthetic biology as interfaces, as structures, etc. It's not lost on me that there is this overlap. And I, I, me personally, it just shows that I'm just long in the tooth and just not ready for the the new the new science world that's coming. And that happens to researchers and um, people in the academic domain. You just uh, eventually you just get to a point where you don't keep up with the technology. And the the fact of the matter is, when I started my training and my phd etc the it, it was still very much biology orientated and, and and even just a in a classical sense of doing like a descriptive anatomy but as years have passed Neuroscience has moved from this trying to very sort of wet where orientated discipline has shifted into the computational sciences and engineering. And, you know, I, that's not what I got into. And the, you know, they don't want monkeys so much anymore. There's very little that they they probably think that they've they've got a got enough, and you know, I'm. I wish it wasn't so, I really do. But the the way that I see the world moving right now, this is the it's the it's the prelude to. I don't know if you want to get on yin and yang <laughs> colliding and things being out of balance and then a new a new state emerging out of out of the change process maybe maybe or maybe it's just greedy psychopaths and sadists just can't get enough could be that as well 
see Panzer or Uber Group and Fuhrer says, I see it as being too hot for a Cold War. Someone will cross the red line and we will suffer the consequences of doing so. Rain is tr testing Russia's boundaries extremely hard. Yeah. But I guess I guess we'll find out if these, you know, <laughs> the Teller Ulam principles is actually real. Right. I, I guess I guess we're going to find that lesson out. And maybe it ain't real. Maybe Mark's right. Maybe there's no such thing as nukes. I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen a nuclear explosion. I've only, only seen them on, uh, on TV. I only know my father's experience of being around them, of working with them. Maybe, maybe it's all fake and gay. I don't know. I don't know. But the... The idea of fusion, etc., and seems logically coherent. I guess it's just the how do how do you capture it? Um, and I think I think we'll see these weapons being deployed right now. How much have they managed to miniaturize them down, etc., and how how clean they've made them. You know, maybe maybe it's possible to get the fusion type effect without the fallout right now. Maybe clean nukes. Who was it the other day? I I think it was Centripede, just basically saying, you know, maybe matter antimatter weapons. Perhaps that's a thing. We don't know. We don't know. And I don't think. If you're listening to me, you ain't ever going to know. You ain't in the club. I ain't in the club. Okay. And we're just likely to be on the end of the sadist's hook. Smaller tactical warheads, perhaps. Yeah, but look, we know how those games run, right? It's it's not like we haven't been here before. And the once once those things get deployed, it's just uh just mutually assured uh uh it's it's mutually assured destruction doctrine. Goff Gaffer says, I don't see any nuclear weapons being used. I think it would be Cold War II with Agenda 2030 goals being implemented. Maybe. That might be the, the better of the uh, <laughs> options available to us. Uh, let's see. Don't worry, Doc. Don't want your slow ass in the literal foxhole. Fake clouds will give away your position. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't want, you don't want me. I'm, I'm too old to go right well you know they say that but look look who they're pulling in to fight in ukraine they're literally dudes older than me right that's what that's what full mobilization means and when they're when they're putting it out there i, I want to just see if i save the link it was actually pretty funny um little clip where is it did i save it 
had it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Just. I'm with this dude, okay? You're taking my my high school age son to fight and die in Ukraine, literally over my dead body. I'm never allowing that. I'm never letting you take him to die for your Habsburg dynasty, World War One, needless 20 million pile of deaths replay over your elites pissing contest. Not happening. I don't care what the threat is. I don't care what the penalty is. And if you think you're drafting my daughters, get the camps ready because you're going to need them. Never happening. This is a, this is this is an example of history doesn't just repeat. It rhymes. This is a hat. These are a, these are a bunch of elites, a, a little cabal that are all throw Putin, all of them all in together. This is a Habsburg dynasty pissing contest over a strip of land most people can't find don't care about has no strategic value to anybody within the sound of my voice unless they're involved in, in investing money with hunter biden this thing is such a crock it's so fake it's so phony it's one of the most simplistic disgusting stories i've ever seen it's one of the most cynical stories i've ever seen it's wag the dog but dumber and and and, and this this to me is the final straw of just absolute Civil disobedience. We're never fighting your damn war. Hell no. And I don't know who that is. I presume it's on uh, Tim Pool. <laughs> the problem is that uh, they'll drag a lot of Americans along. Once, once a once a carrier group gets taken out, <laughs> you, you you'll get sucked in. So. Let's see. Always beyond the point of return, the ride never ends. Maybe. Maybe. You can maintain comms with ham radios, etc. Probably portable solar panels. Yeah, I mean, if I don't have the money to buy a ham radio. I'd rather get a... I'll do it. I don't know. Do I... Look, it's... Look, if we're at that point, the only per the only people that I'm really going to be wanting to speak to is is my family as I'm barking orders at them. You know, I I'll try to maintain the comms as we have them right now with the server infrastructure that we have right now. But if that level of operability gets taken out, you should you should be concerned with your immediate surroundings. And your your sons and daughters, and the people that are coming to your door to take them away, to shove them into a meat grinder for making ever more fun coupons for themselves. Uh, let's see, I did that, did that. Yeah, you know, nuclear ro rods will explode and strip away the atmosphere. Therefore, grid will never go down. Doesn't matter if you think nuclear meltdowns are dangerous or not. Elites aren't risking that she um I don't know I don't know I'm I'm kind of of the opinion that look say say Saar Bomber was real right and they were able to explode fifty megaton devices I mean it was a cumbersome fucking weapon i guess or show of power but 
I don't know. Say say they've managed to shrink down the package into you know what what most people consider to be the standard now, which would be the uh, Merv multiple independent reentry vehicle, and instead of um, a megaton being the ballpark, they can they can do 50 megatons and they they do that i i i still think it would be self limiting i don't know what was what 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 do we have in terms of megatonnage right now to be released 10000 That's a good question. You're taking my... Uh, Status of world nuclear forces. Nuclear states admit to owning 13,000 warheads, but the real num number could be higher. Yeah, um, I think so. Uh, so since, well, this is a, this is a new article. <laughs> no, 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 this is a year old. So, um, let's see. So we've got 13,000 nuclear warheads. Let's just, let's just say on average, because they vary in range, and I just <laughs> I can just remember my father telling me that you know they 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 would so he he would do what was called QRF in the Royal Air Force, and this was the Vulcan Victor and Canberra um air, airplanes, and his job basically was well he would work on the gas turbines and you know back then that was sort of bleeding edge technology gas turbines and, and his job was to make sure that those things could roll out and be in the air within minutes right and he just yeah i just as a child i just found it amusing that there was literally said on the side there was a <laughs> there was a switch that was just high low Right, so you could you could dial dial in a yield with respect to the the weapon, what you were going to do with it. And so, say say ten thousand megatons. I still look. It would <laughs> it would suck, but I I I still think that would be. I don't think the planet's going to stop spinning. I don't think it would split in half. I don't think it would do... Um, it, would, it would suck. It would be, it would be a sort of ec extinction-level event type of thing. But would li life would still find a way, I think. There would be some some survivors, some some 
iteration of um, consciousness emerge out of the rubble. But yeah, I, I, ten ten thousand megatons sounds about right for me. And and Saar bomber being fifty fifty megatons, so you can look at Saar bomber right, and you can see. You can see the after effects, right? So they detonate it over um fuck that is. So they they released a much longer um footage now where you can see them sort of prepping the the weapon mm. this one so let's go to the explosion and then you can see the before and after. Высота 10,500 метров. So that 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 helps scale it for you. Ten thousand five hundred meters is sort of altitude of a jetliner right so in the time that it took for that device to fall from the plane delayed by a parachute so let's say it's not reaching terminal velocity let's say it's half that so it's falling and then it detonates a few hundred meters above the ground that plane still managed to get away Right, so that that shows you how constrained the explosion is. It still <laughs> still fuck you up, but flying at what I don't know that, that that's a Tu ninety four, is it? So it's a prop plane. So it's it's subsonic. It's able to fly far enough away out of the blast zone that it doesn't fall out the sky. Экипаж самолёта носителя отлично подготовлен к выполнению ответственного боевого задания. На параллельном курсе самолёт лаборатория. Точно следуя намеченным курсом, самолеты приближаются к новой земле. Теперь управление полетом и связь с самолетами передается командному пункту полигона. Сюда 
Поступают доклады экипажей о ходе полета. Отсюда, по условным таблицам, передаются команды на самолет-носитель. Носитель вышел на боевой курс. Цель видна. Управление сбросом бомбы переводится на автоматику. Сигнал «Сброс». На Д-8 включается программный автомат аппаратуры опытного поля. I love all that analog shit. <laughs> It looks great. Экипаж одевает защитные очки. Программный автомат принял сигнал сброс и выдает команды запуска аппаратуры опытного поля. Точно по расчету сработала парашютная система. Бомба приближается к точке взрыва. Высота 4000 метров. Осталось 3 секунды. 2, 1, 0. Взрыв сопровождался световой вспышкой необычной силы. В этот момент самолет-носитель находился в 45 километрах от места сброса. Вспышка и последующие свечения, несмотря на сплошную облачность, были видны в радиусе до тысячи километров. Плевой столб, поднимающийся с земли, быстро увеличился в объеме. Через несколько секунд после взрыва диаметр полевого столба составлял около 10 километров. В это же время с самолета, находившегося в 250 километрах от точки взрыва, был виден огненный купол из раскаленных продуктов взрыва. Он медленно поднимался вверх, увеличиваясь в объеме. Максимальный диаметр купола доходил до 20 километров. несколько слоев сплошной облачности, огненный купол через 40 секунд после взрыва достиг высоты 30 километров. С этого момента началось постепенное превращение купола в грибообразное облако. Увеличиваясь в размерах, облако медленно поднималось вверх. В своем конечном развитии оно достигло высоты 60-65 километров. Его диаметр равнялся 90 километров. В дальнейшем облако начало утрачивать грибообразную форму. В 
основания был равен 70 километрам, а диаметр ножки 26-28 километрам. При возвращении на аэродром экипаж самолета-носителя наблюдал облаком взрыва с расстояния 800 километров. Через несколько часов после взрыва на опытное поле вылетел вертолет радиационной разведки. В район опытного поля вышли корабли с испытательскими группами. А вот и опытное поле. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Soviet measures of insignificant versus <laughs> significant are or not. But look, they, they've they've literally gone and walked in it. Now, can they make uh, far more uh, dirty uh, weapons, blow them up close to the ground? For sure. For sure. But the, the blast zone, I think, provided you, you know, you were prepared and you can get below ground, etc. You know, as long as you're not directly under the thing, uh, you've got some distance between you. I, I think it's eminently survivable. Испытательским группам полигона разрешен выезд в поле. Как выглядело опытное поле до взрыва. Теперь его вид сильно изменился. На десятки километров вокруг опаленная взрывом земля. приборные сооружения. На основе даже самых предварительных данных стало очевидным, что произведенный взрыв является рекордным по своей силе. Sorry. Sorry, it started. But anyway, point being, um, I... you don't want to see them using weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> they could be they could be making the calculation that, that yeah they can get through it right they've all got their bunkers and uh yeah we can uh we can wipe out a whole bunch of those uh meddlesome meddlesome carbon units all right so if the grid goes down how's kev gonna ch charge his vape i am <laughs> and I have to go back to sucking mints till they uh, till they run out. Uh, given all we know by this point, where do you personally see things five to ten years from now? Oh, probably a lot like uh, 
<laughs> a lot like this. A lot like that. That's that's probably what it'll look like. Swedish researchers were able to grow electrodes in living tissues with an injectable gel, seen here being tested on a microfabricated circuit. Yeah, the, um, n nothing so much new in this. The problem is, is that you have to get the electrodes out. You've got to get the data from the electrodes out. And, you know, I'd be interested to see how they, what they used. Is there a link to paper? Metabolite-induced in vivo fabrication of substrate-free organic bioelectronics. Amazing, amazing. Like I said, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like neuroscience has become an engineering um, <laughs> phenomenon. Not not so much about uh, understanding. Um, consciousness as I as I was trying to do uh, see uh, yeah yeah don't have access to the <laughs> fuck you science let's say the fact that this is paywalled fucking assholes <laughs> see I did that I answered that uh, James says, I'm only here for entertainment. Enough circle jerking with what ifs. Love your family. Have fun with friends. And be an example of integrity and kindness. Yeah, I mean, that's what... I'm just having a laugh now. I, I tried to warn you three years ago what was happening. The disease the disease mechanism they were trying to leverage. And I think, you know, that's... Um, that hypothesis has stood the test of time. And, you know, how, how much worse does it get? <laughs> if... if what appears likely that they've they've pulled the trigger on war, then you know that that fucking Saab bomber was what seventy years ago, maybe not that long. What year was Saab bomber done? I want I want to say it was late fifties or sixties, early sixties, sixty one. So, yeah, getting towards 60. Um, <sighs> Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, you know what? You know what I think? <laughs> I think old uh, K26R <laughs> carriers. They ain't, they ain't really got the spine for a stand-up fight. <laughs> Where would US draftees even be fighting? Ukraine, Middle East, Taiwan. Um, hard to say. Yeah, Ukraine, front, multi-front war. Yeah, I, I think that was... Uh, that's what they were planning for. Let's see. When Little saw JFK assassinated, put a pallor over USA morale that was never gotten over. Shinzo Abe seemed well-liked by Japanese. Was his murder maybe part of psych war against Japanese people? Thoughts? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't interface enough with the Japanese to make a... 
make that type of assessment. They still seem to be doing lots of Japanese things. What's of more concern is this data which shows that there's been, you know, Japanese population was declining, but in the last year, deaths have shot up and births have dropped massively. That if that continues, I don't know. I don't know how that. Um, well, it just means there's uh, going to be a whole bunch more empty houses. Sedge <laughs> uh, P, good to see you, bro. Let's see. I'm, I'm just sitting here hoping someone will uh, send a <laughs> feed the blick. Oh, one. Oh yeah, there is one. Wait, <laughs> there is one. I want to say uh, thank you to Matt, and uh, can I have a what can you have? Oh, my favourite name. If maintenance on fuel rods pulls ceases, we all get dosed. Look, man, I've been in Japan since Fukushima. I'm still here. <laughs> Just, uh, where it's such a big deal. I was close. I was close to Fukushima when it went off, probably as the crows flies. 100, 200 kilometers. Yeah, around that sort of ballpark figure. Say 200. I was about 100 from the epicenter of the the quake <laughs> Even that, you know it was kind of uh, well shaking but you know what <laughs> nothing fell down like if you engineer in for these things um, you, it, it's quite possible to get through them uh, let's see wiki tactical nuclear weapon yeah I was just trying to make an assessment of just how many megatons or uh available and um, I, I think 10,000 sounds about right see book Dr. Mary's monkey how the unsolved murder of a doctor a secret laboratory in New Orleans and cancer causing monkey viruses are linked to Lee Harvey Oswald the JFK assassination and emerging global epidemics yeah I still haven't read Dr. Mary's monkey <laughs> I got my own monkeys if the logic is that the US never abided by bioweapons treaties, what makes anyone think, especially Russia, China, that they abide by nuclear weapons convention? Yep, that's that's the game that's been played now. And I don't know, man. I don't I don't know how that sort of plays out. Uh, you know, my my guess is going by history that you have some conflagration where they have a, a whole bunch of men shipped off to shitty conditions to slug it out. <laughs> Whilst we know uh, K26R is uh, rubbing his hands. <laughs> uh, doom and gloom ahead. Maybe, maybe. Let's see. I just joined the stream a minute ago, but I think this is what you're looking for regarding tactical low yield options. It was due to be retired a few years ago, but the decision was reversed. Uh, that's all. So yeah, ten gigatons, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know how the scaling works in in that domain. So 
U.S. is attempting to maneuver a protracted nuclear war. Maybe. Maybe. There's no more treaties between Russia and the U.S. West, especially on nuclear proliferations and arms control. Now, start is gone. That is true. Uh, the Epstein baby factories are probably bomb-proof. Yep. Uh, Kev, you'll find this website fun. This is the... Um, where you can blow up a city. Yeah, I, I know about this. <laughs> <laughs> you can select a preset. Uh, let's do... Uh, I'd like to do Washington. Uh, you can select a preset. Um, Saar Bomber. <laughs> Saar Bomber, designed for 100 megatons. <laughs> let's see... Um... Air burst it. Detonate. Boom. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> Fireball radius 6.1 kilometers. Thermal radiation radius, 73.7 kilometers. Yeah, you know, go underground. Uh, but yeah, it is a fun website. Uh, let's see, seven suitcase Russian nukes are still missing. The CIA declassified papers in 2019. Now you can't find them in the CIA vault online. Yeah, interesting, but you know, what's a... What's a uh, suitcase nuke gonna do a anything like that <laughs> probably not i don't know even if you said like a hundred i don't know let's go let's go like the upper mode of sort of tactical operating like 300 kilotons what would that do to washington city not that much uh let's see 300 Kilotons. W87. Boom. <laughs> Wouldn't would barely, barely uh scratch. Scratch Bethesda and uh National Health <laughs> National Institutes of Health. Eminently survivable. <laughs> and you can be sure the people who would uh, shoulder these weapons and fire at them. Fire them at you, I should say. I'm <laughs> making these calculations right now. Uh, the music sounds serious. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Fallout will be tough. Yes. Um, I, look, do I want to live in that world? No. No, I'm trying my very best to make sure that that doesn't happen. Right. Uh, let's see. Did you see the post earlier about the E6B deployed to Iceland? No, I didn't. Um, why should I be concerned about an E6B in Iceland? Let's see. I think the Ching Chong's got it figured out and just have to rein in Putin before they can see their plan to fruition. They have most of the world subverted until there's some Ching Chong-looking Jew scumbags that can infiltrate China. I don't think even Z... Tip of the... ...the Jew. stop it. Um, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> 
Is there going to be a Russian slim pickings? Well, for that, I can, of course, always hit the... <laughs> Well, boys, I reckon this is it. Nuclear combat toe-to-toe with the Ruskies. see i don't understand the argument about nukes or the earth being flat what the fuck um well you know earth being flat i think most people are confused about the maths and what a parabola is versus uh a proper circle so they they never do the calculation right so they so what they think they're calculating is in terms of distance and what you can see is is all wrong let's see ukraine just got a blow to their economy with all those high-paid chemists in the u.s in mobile bs4 biolabs mm, not sure what that means uh, let's see russian officials deny claims missing nuclear weapons it's up to date I don't know. I mean, let's see. They're one kiloton, one kiloton weapons. <laughs> you can just get a few trucks of ammo. <laughs> let's see. Now they want Westinghouse nuclear fabrication over in Ukraine. Zelensky must have been fucked up when he mentioned them by name. Too many educated Slavs, good in math and science. Um, is that true? <laughs> Coming to DC soon. <laughs> we can but pray. Uh, then there is the second wave. Um... <laughs> you damn dirty apes. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Kev said that as long as they told us that we're what they're going to do, they are morally off the hook. They told us they're going to eliminate 95% of us. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, what part of the brain is fear in? So amygdala is um, one of the, yeah, it's a lot of fight or flight reflexes can be initiated from messing around with the amygdala. Um, but you know, there's a very it's a very reductive way of looking at the brain, and I I try not to do that and say one one thing is entirely responsible for one particular, um, especially complex behaviours. But uh, yeah, amygdala, amygdala for sure. You can go in and stimulate amygdala and. Uh, <laughs> Don't go and try and pet your monkey then. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. They will flood Japan with immigrants. Um, nah, they've been trying to. The problem, the problem is, it's such a complex culture within which to operate. The. <laughs> 
there are uh, every type of culture here in Japan, but they don't. They're they're not really able to flourish like you would like we've allowed in European countries, right? They they don't they don't do very well here. So there are. Uh, so Japan had sort of settlements in Brazil. So I'm sort of fortunate in a way that I live close to where many of these Brazilians, and they don't look Japanese at all, but are entitled to have Japanese passports, have relocated themselves. It it doesn't take long for it to dilute out and you don't see it in the in the environment anymore. So, let's see, the birds go up, and the looking glass is second only to Air Force One, conducts the war from air for long periods with tankers, which they will just build a shit ton. Uh, DC, Brussels, get rid of them. Yeah, do them all. Let it burn. <laughs> Uh, let's see. That would take out the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> That's funny. Let's see. Did anyone else see that they put Ghislaine Maxwell in solitary for saying Epstein was murdered? No, I didn't see that. Uh, let's see. Uh, reposting from other folder. Okay. The Boeing E6B Mercury is command and control. Redundancy aircraft based on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. An airborne command post and communications relay capable of launching land-based and sea-based nuclear ballistic missiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, let's see. <laughs> Look, if they do it, man, this, what are you going to do? You're either literally under them or not, right? <laughs> Quit calling it the US. <laughs> the Japs will be forced to take immigrants as part of the global homo agenda. It's coming. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Again, it's just it's too it's too complex. <laughs> can't you can't get by with a, a smattering of a couple of hundred words like you can with English. And look, man. These Japs, they got strong in-group preference. Uh, let's see. No engine configuration. Oh, I should have closed the link. Mm. Looks pretty normal to me. 
<laughs> what do I know? <laughs> Wait, is this count back? I've got so many now. <laughs> All right, I think that's me up to date with uh, this and uh, that, is that one really back? But a banner one. All right, I'm I'm out of here. Uh, thank you to Matt for sending. I don't know. The rest of you, you are all the Jew. So I'll be back. Uh, I'm going to be streaming with uh, Mary over the weekend. Some point uh, her Saturday, which I think would be my Sunday. And I don't know what I've got lined up for tomorrow. I, I did want to look at the neuropillin and uh, linked brain cancer and uh yeah i think um i think that's about uh it so um i'm out of it take care guys god bless and uh don't let k26r or nuclear weapons bite Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that law line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these cappers. I will fucking kill each fucking capper. I swear. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually playing Fuck these cappers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever flow through my fucking blood, blood. Never. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. All them five. This guy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>